This episode of IRAM Today is brought to you by ServPro. Whether you need emergency flood damage restoration or top-to-bottom home cleaning, you can trust ServPro to make your house feel like home again. Visit them online at ServPro.com. The following program has been paid for by Greater Rhode Island Chapter 88 of the Institute of Real Estate Management. It is for entertainment and basic informational purposes only and is solely responsible for its content. It does not reflect the views of Cumulus Media, WPRV, its management, or staff. This is Iram Today, the property management show with Dina Cimarelli and Chrissy Denalian on AM790 WPRV. Join them now for this live call-in show to discuss property management issues and hear from guests from all trades and programs discussing your real estate needs. Now, here's Dina and Chrissy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Iram Today, the property management show here on AM790. Today is Tuesday, April 17th, and... I mean, the sun came out for a little bit today. It looked a little nicer. I mean, it was better than yesterday, so as long as it was better or than yesterday. Or the snow two days before that. I know. It was, like, drizzling, and then it turned into ice, and I was, was like, what? <laughs> what is going on? It's mid-April. Well, we had to be on the soccer field, 8.30 in Narragansett, Saturday morning for my son's game, and literally, by, like, noon, we were, like, 60 degrees, we're sweating, and the next day, we're running errands in the snow. My kids are like, what? What is happening? Welcome to New England. That's what I said. It's we just take advantage I of all know. the seasons. But I'm over it already. That's oh. enough. <laughs> the tractor's away, the tra- Gina. Well, the you tractor say that, is away. You say that now. I put the snow shovels away. I put the tractors away. That's it. There's n- right. there's no more snow. You got to get your class A or something for <laughs> CDL or something. <laughs> I'm tractor <laughs> trailer driver. Oh, no. You drive big big machinery. Big rig. You could be an operator. <laughs> So, actually, I wanted to mention last week, actually, on Thursday, um, this isn't an IRAM event. However, IRAM, we had set up a table at the Who's Who in Building and Construction event um, powered by the Blue Book Network. This is our second year in a row that we did this. And myself, along with uh, Jason Palermo, the secretary of Mm -hmm. uh, our chapter, um, sat there. We were there from 2 to 6. We met a lot of great industry professionals. And um, we had a lot of people come up to us who were tradesmen we had electricians that wanted to come on board we jack's had carpenters ruling. jack's ruling over i know here. that's Get why i, I wanted to tell you we have jack benz back in studio today and i wanted you to to see we had we had it was funny we had two different types of people coming up to us is that right we had the the tradesmen themselves right. the electricians hvac carpenters everybody and then we had construction companies like what's it tachi t-o-c-c-i yeah t-o-c-c-i yeah, i don't I know right. i think it's I tachi they were coming up to us looking for subs because they couldn't find any. And I'm going, you guys keep missing each other at our booth because an electrician would leave and then a construction company would come in or a GC looking for subs that they can sub out their work to. They can't find electricians. They can't find HVAC and so on and so forth. You know who I'm with yeah, no. <laughs> on the side with the Rhode Island Home Builders. Oh, uh, yeah, RIBA. You guys should have been at the Rhode Island Bil- Home Builders show. So maybe next year we should you be can there. have a booth at the uh, Rhode Island Home we, Builders we show. We should because we with, made a lot of with contacts. What you're just talking about, that would be very indicative of what you should be at the show next year. And it's funny you say that because I actually had said to J- uh, I was with Jason Palermo again, and I had said to him, we should have been at the Rhode Island Builders Association show because there was probably – 
tradesmen there right. and you know construction companies the gcs right. and it was a great way because we were trying to build up our industry partner list trying to get them to network and all of them want to work in the property management industry they you know the the, the electricians would like mm -hmm. to get contracts with the management companies yep. the gcs want the, painters, the subs the painters everybody landscape landscape all design above, right? we met anybody and everybody who could touch a property and i think we had a great turnout jason and i i think we talked for three hours straight it was amazing at all the different i don't people. believe it dina I'm a talker. <laughs> well, I hence the I, talk show. I, I think I think we, uh, the gentleman we have in the studio yes. has been very involved in the CTE programs and has been very very supportive. So so let's welcome Representative, Representative Joe Shikachi. We have in Shikachi. studio today. Majority leader in the House. <laughs> That's right, in the House. There you go. Always Absolutely. a pleasure to join you. This is the first time I'm joining you in studio. Yeah, I know. We're so lucky. Usually I'm a calling de calling guest, but this week the General Assembly is on vacation, so I. We had get the opportunity, you. and I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have happy you. Happy to have you, Joe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With his theme music. I love it. My Back favorite on. song. It won't come on unless you play the music. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. Yeah. I love it. He has a contract. I, I, I don't blame <laughs> him. It's in his contract. <laughs> in his contract. So, yeah, so we actually, I, I think we, we had a great turnout. Um, Karen Cuddle, our association executive, we had given her all of the, the contacts, all the business cards that we collected, so we're going to reach out to them. Um, we're going to talk about our events later on, yeah. but what we did was we were trying to get them to attend um, the regional meeting that we have coming up in June for IRAM because a lot of these vendors, the it, the, the um the show itself took place at Gillette and Foxborough, so we had a lot of contractors and a lot of tradesmen that worked in both Rhode Island, Massey, and Connecticut. So in order to experience IRM, we thought the regional meeting would kind of be a good place because you get to kind of meet everybody, everybody from all the different right. regions. So we're hoping we have some great attendance there for some people that we met. I'm so sure yeah, definitely wanted to talk about that. In the meantime. In the meantime. So after all of that, <laughs> once again, I am Dina Simarelli here in the studio today with my fabulous co-host, Chrissy Danielian. We also have in, get, uh, in studio today, Jack Bentz and Representative Joe Shikachi. And in case time this in case this is the first time you are tuning in, IRM Today is your live local radio show here every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. And now you know there's a lot of these syndicated programs here on this station. They are, are they, but we're not one of them. We're not one of them. So that means that but you can give better. us a... We are. Yes, because you can <laughs> give us a call here in studio if you have any Correct. questions for a month with Jack over here, Jack Bentz, or <laughs> Representative Joe Sarkachi. You can give us a call here at 401-437-5000 or 888-345-0790. And in case you were tuning in for the first time and you're wondering what IRAM is and what that stands for, IRAM stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management. We are the most professional group in the whole entire world. The most. For managing real estate. Yes. yes. Pretty impressive. We're in 13 uh, other countries. Yes. Right? We have 13 ch international chapters. chapters. I think four of those are all in China. But <laughs> no, Japan. Oh, Japan. Japan. <laughs> yeah. No, it was one of them. Japan. Yes. And so, and if you are interested in anything uh, IRAM, I mean, basically what we like to talk about is that we do provide you with the tools, tips, and training you need to best run your property as possible, as, as best possible as you possibly can um, or you can even get a designation through IRAM so we actually offer two designations through IRAM uh, correction One, correction three oh, three 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 okay we AMO. never, we never well, talk we about never AMO, about but we, we need to personally yes. your personal individually, designation, individual individually, yes. uh, designation your first the first designation would be an ARM which which stands for the accredited residential manager which you are. I am. You I are. am. And uh, the second designation is our CPM. Jack. 
Certified Property Manager. You better get that one right. The most prestigious (laughs) designation for any property individual. Any individual is going to manage property, be it commercial, residential, uh, sports, uh, stadium, uh, whatever it might be, the Civic Center downtown. Yes. Anything. Mm -hmm. All right. That is the most prestigious designation anywhere in the world. Oh, by the way, it's as prestigious as being a graduate of Brown University. <laughs> yes, I come off that Harvard deal. I come off that Harvard deal. You guys went on my case. Yes. You guys went on my case. So we're I, keeping I it local. Acquiesced. Actually, and I believe that was Chrissy's mom it was. who started it that. It was my mom. It was her oh, mom. Oh, is that she right? said, yes. we gotta, you got to integrate Brown University in there. So we have to listen okay. to Mama Nancy. I'd be All in right. trouble with your mom <laughs> yep. if I did Nancy. not do that. Yes. Oh, uh, Nancy. God you don't want to be on that side. You don't. I'm telling you, you don't want to be on that side. But as with anything, there is a cost associated with any kind of designation or any kind of uh, education like that. Uh, but what's great about IRAM is that we're willing to help alleviate yes. that. Yes. And we do that by offering up our scholarship fund. We do. And that covers up to 75% of the costs, cor- course costs. I do this do every, this. every yeah. week. I love it. Course costs. And uh, I mean, h- how great is that? And then they also, I mean, uh, when Sue was on, she w- had said that you could even apply f- at the national level for the to balance get, to get yeah, the 25% taking care of the 25% through the national IRAM as well. So it, it's definitely um, helpful to you can go online to IRAMRI.org and apply. Um, there's a few things you need to um, submit. What was it? A resume. Yeah. A, you you need a letter from a, a board member. From oh, one a, of the board yes. members of IRAM. You yeah. need yeah. a letter from three different individuals. Three for I the ARM. Well, yeah. that's once oh. you once you pass the pass course, the you course, need that. Yes. But for the scholarship, it's just actually uh, one oh, that the you need. Yeah. yeah, the, the scholarship is just one. Yep. And then, um, I mean, once you get all of that in, you can get approved. You can, I mean, how, where else can you go for free and get that's right. can get almost a Brown University designation? Absolutely. Right. And through IRM, we also, um, like I said, we're going to talk about the events later on in the show. But we also offer some events where uh, the money is for our scholarship fund. We do our mm-hmm. um, golf tournament. Yep. Which is coming up soon. Coming up. We're going to talk about that. And then we also do our annual wine tasting, which is always a, a fun time. And for me, I love it. Lots of free, ra- l- lots of raffle prizes that they give away, and it's yes, always good. It's for always. Sure. I mean, both of those are events are probably our best attended events i would say yeah and if we wanted to how can we get in touch with karen cuddle so if you're interested in any of the events or um even anything that we went over uh or are going to go over today through about iram you can give us a you can give karen a call who is our association executive and it's 401-479-7734 all right we do have about two minutes uh before we go to break um what you guys want to give a little preview of what we're going to talk about in the yeah, next I segment? Think, uh, I think with with the rep being here, I think there's a number of issues, obviously, in the state that, that are going on that uh, uh, Mr. Scotchy is intricately involved in. And a couple of them, I made out a whole list. So j- just for Uh-oh. Just we for love Jack's Processing. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Paw Sox. Okay. I mean, that's been on the agenda now for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, rep, what do you think relative to what's going on in the state house? what's going to happen with the Paw Sox? Do we have a shot? Yes, you have a shot. I I, I don't uh, necessarily uh, think that the final chapter or the last inning has been played. Uh, The uh, proposal. Pun intended. Pun intended. (laughs) Pun intended. Pun intended. (laughs) intended. The uh, the the uh, proposal, the bill that came over from the Senate, uh, we in the House felt it was not good enough. So we are working with the Paw Sox and the City of Pawtucket to make the bill the deal better or the bill better. 
those negotiations are ongoing. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this week is a vacation week, and uh, I mean, I'm here in, in my private practice working, but a lot of my colleagues, rightfully so, deservedly so, and I wish I was with them, are some place in a warmer climate or, or some kind Bermuda, of a vacation. Yeah, man. You and me both. Jamaica, <laughs> all so, the above down But I can south. tell you the staffs are working, and there's information going back and forth. Matter of fact, I will be at the State House tomorrow, and that's one of the issues I'm, I want to get an update on. So we'll try to find out where it is. I think that in the next 60 days, you'll have an answer, maybe even shorter, maybe 45, but I'll say between 45 and 60 days, you'll have an answer about the poor socks, whether oh. the, right. the the deal will uh, be brought up for a floor vote or, uh, uh, or it will need some more work and maybe have to carry over into the next session. But I don't know the answer either way, uh, and uh, I can tell you there's honest, uh, good faith negotiations going on on both sides information is going back and forth we're studying it we're learning it we're looking at their side they're looking at our side prospectively you know how we look at things how they look at things and i think that you know the the negotiations to date have been productive they've been good and they're continuing all right great i think that's a good introduction to what we have uh Starting up. Coming up. That was a good. We are going to take a quick break, though. We are. We are, but we will be back. With Jack. And Joe. Joe. Jack and Joe. Jack and Joe. Joe. What was the last time? Jack and John. When we had John Mark Antonio on. John Squared. You're listening to IRAM Today, the property management show, and we will be right back after this. Now back to IRAM Today, the property management show with your hosts, Dina Cimarelli and Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 421 here on Iron Today, the property management show. I'm Kristen Alien, along with my fabulous, wonderful Prima Dina co-host. I knew that was going to come you up know, again. It's got to. It's got to. All right, boom, boom. <laughs> Say whatever you want. I'm loving it. Dina Zimarelli, we're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. So before we left, we were talking with Jack and Joe. And we were talking about the post hoc, but I think we, we covered that. Uh, to, uh, to my satisfaction, anyway, I'm sure. Are you happy? I, I am ecstatic. You like that uh, answer? Yes, I Jack? like that answer. Good. And, and there's a number of other issues that uh, that have been in the paper recently. Uh, one of the ones was uh, the taxing uh, of the fuel at uh, at uh, the airport. Uh, I guess you introduced the bill, Rep, on uh, yeah, s- uh, yeah, taxing I, the fuel It's so interesting. That bill was introduced by my counterpart in the Senate like a month ago, maybe six weeks ago. It doesn't get any play. I introduce it, and all of a sudden it's <laughs> a newsworthy story, and we're talking about the radio. But I'll be happy to talk about it. I introduced that bill to uh, create a tax on jet fuel at the airport at the request of the airport. There's very little I know about it. I'm not someone usually who introduces bills to include, you know, institute taxes or increase taxes. That's actually something I try to avoid at all costs. But the airport made a very compelling argument to me that well, there are 46 or 47 states that charge a fuel tax, and the tax that they're proposing is one of the lowest taxes, if not the lowest, in New England. They need that to raise revenue, and it also becomes part of a federal match that they have. So it's significant when you take that and then you add it all up over a year and then right. you double it. It's significant. The airport is an unqualified success as of late. The new uh, director, if Iftikhar Ahmed, and John Savage, the board chair, have done an outstanding job. We have new airlines coming to Rhode Island. Uh, we have d- doubling of the number of direct flights from 17 to 34 different cities That's across great. the U.S. We have international flights going to Europe and into the Caribbean. Uh, Green Airport is uh, the most convenient airport in New England to get in and out of. 
Uh, we have the people mover. We have the commuter rail station. Uh, they are doing a good job. The airport is an economic engine for the state of Rhode Island. As the airport goes, so does the state, and also so does the city of Warwick. And that has not always been the case. We've always had a, uh, sometimes a, a difficult relationship with the airport. But this new group, uh, uh, we have asked for and they have committed to be a good neighbor. Uh, Warwick enjoys good benefits from the airport. We have new hotels being built. Mike D'Amber is doing a Hyatt. Uh, mm -hmm. Full disclosure, he's a private client of mine, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. he's doing a client on, uh, excuse me, a Hyatt on Jefferson Boulevard yeah, that, that will be open around May 17th. Right next to the walkway. Is only right yeah. Yeah. right next to the walkway, yeah. and his development is one of the, I think, the only uh, development that has actually access to connect right into I might add the walking. Uh, the walkway. people mover. People mover. People mover. That's what you call it? Yes. Okay. They call it a people, people mover. mover. <laughs> uh, oh, I never knew the term for that. It's an exciting time. There's a lot of stuff going on there. The, uh, the old Radisson Hotel was just recently sold. A group from Florida came in and bought that, I believe, for about $7.5 million. Another one right next to the airport. Y another Is one that right, right next door to Legal, that one? Yes, that's yeah. right. They bought Legal Seafood as yeah. part of it. And then yeah. I, I understand that another hotel on Jefferson Boulevard may be close to closing at a very significant uh, premium, uh, which means that people are looking at Rhode Island and they're paying top dollar and they think there's room to grow. Because nobody great. pays top dollar and expects their investment to go down. I mean, the yeah, economy goes right. up and down. We all have that. Jack can tell you that from you know, being I in his business. That being a developer. <laughs> and you can Amen. You can say that from the business right. that you're in as yeah. well. But at the end of the day, uh, out-of-state entities are coming to and investing in Rhode Island. That is a good thing. We need to continue that. And those particular investments are being uh, made in and around the airport because the airport's a success. They think the airport has a tremendous amount of future growth. So when they came to me, I said I'd put it in. They have to go make the case for that. It goes to house finance, which means it'll get heard uh, later in the session, usually in late May, early June. But if they can make their case, I would support that bill. Oh, you know, uh, in conjunction with that, you know, we, we've looked at uh, building out by the airport. That's really great. But we're also looking at Providence. As Providence goes, uh, as the engine, the main engine in, uh, of the state, uh, we still have this downtown issue with the Superman building. And nobody wants to do anything with the Superman building because of 38 Studios. Let, let's talk about that. But before sure. we do, let's go back to when you said that as Providence goes, so does the rest of the state. Well, let, just so you know, Warwick has more hotel rooms than Providence. So I, I, I just want to let know you know, know Warwick's we'll right. ah. the economic just, just engine. Just for full disclosure, uh, Mr. Sakachi yes. is from Warwick. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm right. a just yeah. representative of the city of Warwick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just want full people disclosure. to know that. Right. Okay. But yes, the Superman building is um, a issue that's an empty building, which is not good for the city. It's not good for the state. I don't know uh, what's been going on there, but I do know this, that the Commerce Department and the owners of the property have been marketing it to a lot of people. You have an old, historic building that needs a tremendous amount of work. We know that fact. A lot of work. A lot of work. And you also have an issue with parking downtown. Mm -hmm. Parking is expensive. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, if any, parking comes along with that building. There's I don't know where you could put parking. There's been proposals yeah. to knock the, down, knock the building down and build a Hasbro tower there. Th those are just proposals. I don't know what's going to happen. The, a gentleman from Massachusetts came in and um, 
privately, with private funds, bought the building right. uh, with only, I think, two or three years left on the um, Bank of America lease. Bank of America have left. Had a ten, originally a 10-year lease. And I, then I don't know the details of when, how much time was left when he purchased it, but it was a private transaction. The state was not involved. There are some people, rightfully so, who feel that you know we should subsidize that building. It's, a, it's an iconic building. It's, it's well known, and we should do it. Other people say, look, this was a private investment. This man made this decision to buy this building with a very short amount of lease left in it. He had a lawsuit, which I understand he prevailed to some degree against Bank America to reclaim some funds because of the condition of the building. And it's a, a private business. Let the private market decide what happens to the building. So I don't know wh where the future will hold. I would love, I think everybody would love to see the building vibrant. Oh, absolutely. Right. Up oh, that would running, be amazing. Up and running again and have some things it's there. It's just a beautiful building. It is. The building is gorgeous. You know? for, for my private practice, I, I, you know, and I am not a developer per se. I represent developers. I think that that building's highest and best use is as a mixed-use building. Oh, absolutely. I think that you have you have to have commercial, some commercial residential retail. Yep. Yep. Some office, yep. some residential, yep. maybe some community space. You know, maybe a public-private partnership. Maybe you know, you, you you take some space instead of the, having the city lease all this space. They lease if they're going to subsidize this building. The city gets to use the first floor for the building department or the planning department or oh, something yeah. like that. Or the zoning board meets there. Then you have some retail. Then you have some office space. Then you have people living there who could live downtown. And the millennials, as as has been shown mm. with the, the arcade, arcade, the yeah. micro lofts. Micro yep. lofts. Thank you. In case me and has them too. E exactly. The, uh, uh, those are, are popular. They're getting substantial rent. I know Joe yeah. Palino. Joe Palino yeah. just did one at the he's corner. Just, of well, that's yeah. Case Mead. Yes, he's, yeah. he's converted. Uh, into a fine uh, that I think will be open if it's not it's open. Oh, it's it already open. Right now. I, I, just I, went just the, I went to the opening. It must have been it's, in the last two weeks. It was. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's now, a beautiful building. Wh what about, you know, on the financial end of the state going into debt further, uh, there was a meeting last night at, I believe, Rhode Island College in, in Providence uh, relative to a bond issue for schools. Joe, you and I have talked about this uh, briefly be, uh, off off the air, and I am trying to figure out in my own mind how this is going to work equitably throughout the state with regard to the numbers that are coming out and the actual knowing the cost of some of these things that gonna, that's going to have to happen relative to rebuilding the schools. So the proposal that you're talking about is currently in the governor's budget and before the General Assembly, mm -hmm. and I welcome you, your listeners, anyone else who has a vested interest. What the proposal is, is proposing is $1 billion dollars over four years at approximately $250 million a year, which when you, in terms of building a new school or upgrading a school is really not a lot of money. So what Jack's suggesting, or at least implying, is how do we change the formula so that we get the most bang for the buck? I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. But, but I do know that the House Finance Committee is having open public hearings on the bill. They're listening. It's televised. We welcome input from all parts of Rhode Island. Uh, certain communities, it, we have a formula when when a when a local community wants to build a school, depending on which community they are, they'll get a certain amount of reimbursement from the state. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if this money is going to be added to that or if it's going to be treated separately or differently. Uh, that will be will be decided approximately the second week of May. A lot of what the, will happen in the budget gets determined after the revenue numbers, which come out generally the first week of May. That's that's good, but I look at the cost. I looked at the cost 
that was in the paper the other day relative to uh, East Providence, and I believe it was, I could be wrong slightly, and these numbers being slightly off means nothing, $175 million to, to the school. To so build one school in East one Providence. One school. Wow. I understand. One so school. Well, how much of that is going to be the East, Pro- East Providence well, portion? Let's say it's 50-50. And how much is it going to be the state's portion? So that's, yeah. that's a significant part of the bond issue, that one there alone. If East Providence would have to go through the process like every other community, and they get this, a certain amount of rankings, and it depends which project is shovel-ready and which project is soon. I think Barrington has a school that's in the process of being built, too. So there's a lot of North Providence does, too. North Pro- there's a lot of with communities who are, who are ready. So, so are we going to have enough money to fix every school in the, in the state? The answer to that is no. We just don't have the money. But we have actually brought the attention to, and hopefully we can prioritize this, and hopefully we can downsize with, you know, get more buck for the bang and, and try to get a you know a middle school and a high school built together or an elementary school and a middle school built together we can look at things doing differently innovatively yeah. think outside the box exactly right. mm-hmm. i think we're going to have to do that if we're going to be able to use that money judiciously we have to look at best practices so yeah. the one good thing about this bill there's many good things but the one big good thing about this bill is it it's start of the debate about the condition of schools and the infrastructure and how we can do it so again all input is welcome we're looking for best practices, and I welcome input from everybody. All right, Very good. great. We are going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to have a little bit more of Jack and Joe. Sounds like Rapid a plan. Rapid fire like questions, <laughs> I think. All right, great. You're listening to IRAM Today, the property management show, and we will be right back after this. Now back to IRAM Today, the property management show with your hosts, Dina Cimarelli and Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 4.36 here on Iron Today, and it's getting hot in this in this little <laughs> hot box over here. We are getting into arguments and everything Round here off, off the air. Discussions. Ooh, discussions. Spirited, I was just going to say that. Spirited discussion. Getting a little rough. A lot of spirit. Round four of a six-rounder. <laughs> but I'm Chrissy Denalian, along with my fabulous Prima Dina co-host, Dina Cimarelli. Ooh, we're ooh. live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. So before we left, we were, I mean, we're, we're in a month with Jack here. A Jack Benz. Jack. Thank you. We're we're very lucky. The Jack Bent series. Our honorary. Uh, excuse me, Jack's co-host. very lucky to be here with you two. So <laughs> Jack, why don't you one. ever say that to us? What's because that? he's not that a politician. You're lucky to be with us. <laughs> I, I, oh my God. I know. Oh, I think you just lost that. <laughs> Keep them cards and letters coming, boys and girls. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Joe is a, Joe, Joe is so a smoother. He likes to, I you know. That's okay. It works. Yeah. Everybody. Take notes. It, it works. works. I know. If that is that really? It's like the flower flower deal <laughs> last week. <laughs> right? We were talking about exactly the flower deal. The women like flowers. They absolutely positive deny they like flowers, but you don't give them to them and look out. Why didn't you because, get me flowers? Why didn't you get me flowers? Mm-hmm. Yep. You need I mean, to read between the confusion, confusion lines that yes, well women I know. spew. I go through it every right. day. What's your whistle? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my my wife. Uh, f- full disclosure again. My wife has uh, had a back operation, and somehow, somewhere, I think the doctor gave it. A, and I'm gonna have a oh chat. Oh my god! The doctor gave her a whistle. That's awesome. And she is absolutely using Ooh. that whistle. I think more times than she would use the button in the hospital. For like the morphine. I got. So like, <laughs> I had to buy. I had to buy another pair of sneakers, and she's only had the whistle for <laughs> three days. Did you wear out the threads? Wear out the threads. Yes. That's great. God bless her. Anyway. (laughs) Well, we wish her a speedy recovery. Thank you. So we are here with Representative Joe Sarkachi, and I know Jack has... He's got he's got his list over here, so rapid-fire questions, I I have to leave, so we'll speed it up, Jack. Okay, we'll speed it up. Rep Sarkachi, the road toes. Call me Joe. Joe. Okay, Joe. Joe Sarkachi. 
Mr. Sakachi. <laughs> the road tolls, Joe. Uh, I guess they've been delayed for a month to better test the equipment. I mean, this was a very, very controversial thing that the governor pushed through. And from what I'm seeing, uh, it's having some effect relative to correcting a lot of the deficiencies in the roads. Well, Except for one thing. cost me a new tire. But oh boy. before she got to this, where I go home, uh, I blew out a tire last week, and it's fine. So but wait. the road tolls, I think, were one of the most debated issues in the state over the course of the last couple of years, and she was uh, very instrumental in getting it pushed through. She was, and, of course, she needed General Assembly approval. Absolutely. And I like to think that we, especially in the House, took uh, the bill and made it better. And also there was an infusion of money, uh, DOT money, federal DOT money from Senator Jack Reed and Sheldon Whitehouse. So we're grateful for that. Uh, the tolls are, are going to happen. Uh, they're not as controversial as people think. We went through an election, and there were two incumbent representatives in, in my chamber who lost, and both of those uh, representatives were voted against the tolls. And the overwhelming majority of all of those who voted for the tolls got reelected. I don't. I think when people understand that we have one of the worst roads and bridges in the country, oh, yeah. and we have a mechanism to fund it and repairs it, they want it. I recently did a survey, almost like a poll in my district. I sent out uh, several thousand mailers. I got almost a thousand came back. I listed 19 issues, poor socks being one of them, several other issues, you know, for, against, strongly agree, disagree, and then I left the 20th one blank, and I asked people in my district, District 23 in Warwick, um, what's the most important issue to you? The overwhelming majority were roads and potholes. Mm-hmm. And that's what people use every day, yep. regardless right. of where you are on the socioeconomic ladder. Everyone drives. Everyone is on the road. Um, you know, they want their roads to be passable and usable. And currently, we don't really do it. We, we've we done it badly. I have to give former Governor Chafee credit. He changed the formula. So now we used to bond, borrow money to bond to get a federal match to do the roads. We don't do that anymore, thankfully. It's, it's a better long-term solution. Now... The General Assembly and Governor Raimondo have come up with a funding mechanism. I know the truckers don't like it. I have met with them several times. They are opposed to it. They have continuously told me they're going to challenge that. And I said, that's why we have courts and judges. Uh, but the, the governor and her people, Department of Transportation, feel very strongly that, w- that would stand any challenge. They, and I guess the test is going to put up two tolls, start the tolling process. 95, just yeah, going out yeah, of the state. In right? Hopkinton, down in Connecticut. Oh, okay. down Hop- and then right. uh, if there's a challenge, we'll see where we go from there. But that's, okay. the, that's the program right now. Well, that's interesting because, uh, again, I think it's necessary. One of the things, obviously, this is an election year. So, By the way, so do I, yeah, and I voted for them. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, th- one of the things that th- election year, election year, you need fundraising events to go on. I obviously am involved uh, with my company with regard to uh, supporting a lot of uh, uh, issues and supporting a lot of candidates. I mean, it goes, it, it's getting to the point where, you know, uh, you can't run unless you have significant dollars. That's true. In your, in your uh, pocket. All right. And uh, Joe, you I know you're d- running. You want to know why that is? Uh, I, in my humble opinion. Advertising. Uh, it, no, it's not really no? advertising. It's okay. just because of the, this is just Joe Shikachi's personal mm-hmm. opinion. I don't speak for anybody but myself, uh, that Washington has been in gridlock. Other than the Affordable Care Act, we haven't really passed any significant legislation in 12 years. 
and we haven't passed anything. They can't even pass a budget. They're passing continuing resolutions. They can't solve immigration problems. I mean, I can go talk about Washington for all day, the rest of the show, but the reality is a lot of advocacy groups, a lot of special interest groups have chosen to take their fight because they cannot resolve it on a state level, excuse me, to, on a federal level to a state level. And now they're coming here and you're seeing local uh, groups being supported and funded by national uh, interest groups. I don't mm-hmm. need the word special interest groups because to them their special interest is a good interest. Everyone has their point of view and I respect that. But they're coming into small states like Rhode Island and they're saying we can pass this law in Rhode Island to get this accomplished and then we can go to other states and use Rhode Island as the test. R- Rhode Island is a small state to move the needle. So that's what's happening. And you have incumbents and you have uh, representatives who get elected. They have a lot of national support and they're raising money outside the state. And there's a lot of outside money coming into Rhode Island, not even for candidates, but for issues. Whatever the issue may be, whether it's a um, labor issue or whether it's a business issue, you have groups looking at Rhode Island saying, we can get this law passed, we can get this initiative done, and it, this is, it costs X amount of dollars. And relatively speaking, in terms of California, Florida, Texas, Rhode Island is a buy for the dollar. You get, you get the same state bang for a much smaller dollar amount. And that's why I think you see a lot of people wanting to raise money because they're being um, challenged by people who are well-funded with special interests. And when I say challenged, it's not necessarily always about the money. They have small armies of people who get out and walk and canvas. They're organizers. They go door-to-door, and they're very effective in what they do. And you need to have uh, your own ability to get your message out to counteract that to the voters. Why I voted for this bill, why I voted against this bill, you have to have the money to do mailers, to do surveys, to advertise in your local newspapers, to, to basically buy, put up signs, and you, you need to do all that. And in some cases, cable TV and radio. Well, if you look at, look at the differential in cost, we'll say for California, to run for the Senate in California. $50 million. $50 million bucks. To run for the Senate here. Three, two million, three, three, to five. three to five. Three to five, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. amazing. And you still, your senators, what? <coughs> your senators what a deal. vote what a deal. <laughs> Your senators vote in Washington, whether your senators from California right. or Rhode Island or Texas or Florida, counts the same. So, Jack, Correct. we have about one minute left before we have to go to a break. Is there one question you want to ask in 10 seconds Quick that one. he can answer in 50? It's, it's not a question. It's a comment and a appreciative uh, comment relative to to uh, Joe Sakachi, uh, w- and with relative to s- career in tech and how much he supported, not only career in tech, because if you look at career in tech and you look at some of the other bills that he supported relative to uh, zoning and and uh, infrastructure bills and all these kind of things, we've talked about this, Joe. Thank you. And and you have been so supportive of the home builders and and in in respect to that. Home builders that are building fewer houses because of restrictions that were placed on us, and Joe has been at the forefront of uh, assisting. We we and have and that's uh, assisting uh, the people. Know, we have. On. I mean, you can look at it all across the newspaper and all different perspectives. We have an affordable housing crisis here. Yes. And it, and people think it's a state problem. And to some degree, the state plays an important role. But honestly, a lot of local cities and towns have very restrictive zoning regulations and planning regulations. They don't. They won't say it publicly, but they don't want affordable housing in their community. Yep. And that's sad because people need a place to live and people need a place if you want to hire jobs and you want to interact or go after Amazon to come to Rhode Island where are those people going to live because it's getting more and more expensive to buy a single family home. Right, yes it sure is. And it's density. 
Yep. Has a lot to do with density in various communities throughout the state. Yep. So we, we try, I, I have tried in the General Assembly to address those issues. I've tried to include the League of Cities and Towns, include the planners. Sometimes they support the issues I do, sometimes they don't. But at the end of the day, I like to think we have made it easier for a family to have the American dream, which is to own their own home. Correct. Correct. And uh, we're going to thank Representative Joe Shikachi for finally coming in studio and yes. getting to meet us in person. So you can't be a call-in anymore. You have to come right. in if your schedule well, allows. I had to give directions how to get here. Well, no, you didn't. You had to just tell me where it was. <laughs> yeah. I, I've knew. been here He's many been times. Here. I've been on the well, sister station. He was already getting, gaining votes <laughs> on his way up here. Yeah. Shaking hands. Yep. Shaking hands. Well, we do appreciate me. your time for sure. We're glad <laughs> that you did come in. Absolutely. Thank you. Tina, thank you. Missy, thank you. Jack, thank you. Great show. Keep up yeah. the good work here. Thank uh, you. I think it's an important uh, role you play. And you, as an advocate, too, you advocate issues that are important. Yes, for sure. So thank you very much for Absolutely. having me. I look forward to coming back again someday. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. All right, you're listening really to Iram today, the property management show. And we will be back with Jack Benz. He's still here after this. Well. Now back to Iram today, the property management show with your hosts, Dina Semarelli and Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 4.50 here on Iron Today, the property management show. I'm Kristen Alien, along with my Prima Dina over here. Prima Dina. <laughs> Prima Dina. Dina Cimarelli, and we're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. We are. Uh, so we're with Iram. And we are. We are with Iram, and there's a, actually a, quite a few different events coming up uh, over the next couple of months that we're, we're very excited about over I'm here. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to see Jack Benz and Sherry Chris team up on a on a laser wow, tag team. Wow, that's a call out. Yep. When is that? May 23rd. Oh, yes. May 20 oh, okay. The Young Professionals event. Yeah, you better bring your new sneakers. You can bring your new sneakers. Yeah, not the ones I'm wearing now. For <laughs> sure. Imagine, you're going to be, be whipped out. into shape if your wife keeps up with that whistle. That's for She's sure. She's doing <laughs> us a favor. That. That's great. She's doing you a favor. I don't want to tell her that. No, don't tell her. So um, we do have our first um, event coming up that you can, uh, and all these events that we're going to go over right now, you can go right to the website, iramri.org, and you can register, click on the links for upcoming events. Um, we have our annual awards night dinner coming up. It's our 45th, uh, 40, 41st 45. yeah. <laughs> at Madeira Restaurant in East Providence. So it'll um, be a nice, easy ride for us. Well, I know, because now it's a Tuesday night. Yeah, it's a we'll Tuesday night. We'll go right over there. That's it. Thanks, we're thanks we're Jack. We're gonna have Make to it be, easy for us. We're going to have to do like a Superman change in the, in the fine. I don't want to bring up Superman with the building, but I mean oh, yeah, like right. the change, <laughs> like don't in the bring, telephone booth. Don't bring up right, Superman. Don't, get, don't yell at us. Don't bring up Superman in front of Jack. This is a great night. Last year, Chrissy and I were award recipients. We're probably going to be husbands this year, but that's okay. Just forget it. Just forget it. As good as your last sale. That's right. That's a sales pitch, by the way. I know it is. I'm going to use it. Um, you can go online. Registration does close on May 7th. Um, different, uh, again, there's different prices you're going to see on all of these registration links. And again, it has to do if you're a member and non-member. Um, but we go to this event every year. It's a great time. You get to dress a little fancy. Oh, and guess what? There oh, are, tell me. There are some Pacern people that are getting inducted to get their oh ARMs. My God, that never, ever happens <laughs> at an installation <laughs> dinner. Oh, can you, you can. believe that? Wow. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Wow. How well, could I forget? I kind of think it's years. like you don't need to even say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're also having a 50-50 raffle that night, so they said don't forget to bring cash. Oh, okay. And all the 50-50 the raffle will also benefit our charity this year, the Women's Resource Center. That's correct. So uh, we're actually, I'm going to try to reach out uh, to Karen had sent me, Carrie had sent me over the information. We're going to try to have somebody on the show. Uh, oh, that maybe, would be great. 
maybe even prior to this event to try to talk about the the charity yeah that would be wonderful and what do we have coming up after that we have a workshop yes we have a rhode island housing workshop and this one's at sparrows point in warwick centrally located we're really pushing oh, Warwick. What's this like? We're pushing Warwick it's today. The Warwick the show, show today. The Warwick show. Uh, this one's on May 23rd, and um, actually, right after this, you you could put on your sneakers, put on your your gear, and get all laser tag ready. You could, because we have our our first ever Irem Young Professionals event. Oh and wow! That, I'm not competing against no young professionals. Oh yeah. We're talking young. Come on. Young professionals. You can Battlegrounds. Young. So even Chrissy's on the committee. I am. And if if let's say you don't know anything about property management or you just want to kind of see maybe maybe you want to dabble in it. You're not really sure if you wanna get into it or you know, where you're gonna fit in in the world. You've done a couple of waitressing jobs, you work you're just painting a picture. You're working a little cubicle. You have no idea, like I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. Who am I? Who am I? I went through this. That's why I can paint this. Oh my picture. God! Are you having flashbacks? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, just like, where will I fit in in the what world? What was your degree in? My degree Take was a in guess. theater. Theater. I'm just, I'm just painting. Because she's not animated in the least. <laughs> I cannot believe. Uh, are you kidding? So you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, is this all that there is? I you feel know like there's bubbles, like that bubble cloud is yeah. over your head, like the thinking what bubble. What the Zoloft? Yeah. <laughs> Zoloft commercial over here. Uh, no. So if you're like thinking maybe, you know what, property management, that sounds fun. I, I hear you talk about this every week, about how every day is different. Why don't you come to this event? It's ten dollars. What what do you got to lose? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. But you have we have raffle prizes too. So there's gonna be a couple door prizes that they're gonna be giving away. Admissions ten dollars. And I don't even think that you can go to battlegrounds and pay ten dollars for, for so. laser no. tag. So and we're gonna give you pizza and there's gonna be like water. Oh, pizza. Uh, pizza and, no and alcohol though. No I heard alcohol. it's a dry event. It is. Right? is because right? it's yeah. it's a uh, young professional. So yeah. even people that are just like in college and, and trying to see like, all right, I don't really know like I have a major. I don't really know. I'm gonna go go with this. First um, thing, life is an adventure. Right. It Start is. your adventure. Go in the property management business because yeah. it is an adventure every day. You deal with different people. Mm-hmm. You get out. You can walk your property if you have a property. Uh, if you have a commercial property, you can walk that. You don't sit in an office, sit in a cubicle, nope. doing nothing. Yeah, that's, I can't. Uh, you have to talk to You're people a every day. You're a juggler. That's you right. handle a lot of things at once. And, uh, and it's very rewarding. It is. Financially as well as personally. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. once you get those designations, you make even more money. That's Correct. That's uh, one of the things that we talk about at, at our events. So uh, that event is also Wednesday, May 23rd, and that goes from 530 to 8 p.m. All right. So now that you shamelessly took up four minutes to plug your event, Listen, let's try and get in the other things that the chapter that's is That's okay. Hosting. I can talk for four minutes. You've talked more than four minutes. Give me a break, Dita. All right. So next, uh, I kind of alluded to this a little bit in the beginning of the show, but we do have our Northeast Regional Networking event coming up. It is in June. It's uh, June 21st at Morton Steakhouse. That makes me very happy in the Seaport District of Boston. Um, This is a good event because you're going to have people chapters from Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Hampshire. It's a great time to actually network with other members from IRAM. Like I said, we were at the Builder Showcase last Thursday, and, you know, we had contractors who work in Mass and Connecticut, Mass and Rhode Island, and they were very interested in IRAM. And we said this is probably going to be a great event to go to because you can get to meet the Boston chapter, Mm -hmm. the Rhode Island chapter, Connecticut chapter. You can eat steak. And who doesn't like a good piece of steak? Um, and then bringing us right into the golf tournament. Yes. yes. I can't believe that's coming up so fast. 
But, I mean, the cold air really does make me think of the golf tournament. So. Oh, my God. If it's a nor'easter, that makes <laughs> me think of that event. But also, uh, like uh, Chrissy was just mentioning, our charity of the year is a women's resource center. Um, that's where the proceeds um, will be benefiting um, the center for the 11th annual golf tournament. This and is a scholarship. Yeah, and a scholarship fund as well. That's yep. right. And this is a nice day. It's hosted again at Pawtucket Country Club. Um, this will be the third year that I go. Um, I don't know if I'm – oh, no, actually – where spot rent path is sponsoring the longest drive hole again we just did oh. that last week drive. Oh, is that right? yeah hmm. so we were on the 18th hole last year and our tent blew over because it was so windy it was out of control but but if they're an early bird they should really <coughs> uh register for it right on our website oh uh, yeah because uh early bird foursomes Save close 100. on by the by the 11th of may yeah. so you can go right on our website and it's 600 dollars for a foursome uh, there's also uh, dinner included and lunch. There's a lot of yeah, lunch is and included. breakfast. There's like a continental a little, little muffins yeah, in the morning. In the morning. You get all three meals. Yeah. I think you get a little snack pack too. You do. No, yeah. you get a good day. The price. And there's like a lot of fun different events that. Oh, I mean, and you know what else we found out? We might have alcohol at our. Oh, watch oh. out. Oh, yeah. We're going to do what Iron Boston does. Hey. <laughs> We're going to serve up some the Arnold Palmer's. Drive. That's the way you want to put <laughs> You want to go. <laughs> so if you're interested like in anything anything that we went over today, from the designations to becoming an industry partner, you can give Karen a call at 401-479-7734. If you've missed any part of the program, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for Iram today, or you can listen to the podcast on our website, iramri.org. I guess that'll do it for today. We do have Jack back in studio next week with Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, and we look forward to seeing both of them. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank we you will very be much. Able to bells on. All right. You have a great Thanks. night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you very much. Bye-bye. This episode of IRAM Today is brought to you by ServPro. Whether you need emergency flood damage restoration or top-to-bottom home cleaning, you can trust ServPro to make your house feel like home again. Visit them online at servpro.com.